0: Welcome to the Strong Moms Club, a podcast all about living happy, healthy lives in motherhood. I'm Raya, a toddler mom and a retired nurse turned health and fitness coach with a passion for helping other moms find their confidence and feel their best in motherhood. Here at the Strong Moms Club, I chat every Monday about all things health, fitness, nutrition, motherhood, and just balancing it all while trying to keep tiny humans alive. Let's dive into today's episode. Hi, Strong Moms. Welcome to the Strong Moms Club. Today is a solo episode. It's a little bit of a longer episode, I think, uh, because honestly, I have so much to say about this topic. I have some research, some data to tell you about it, and just it's it's a big one. So buckle up, grab your tea, relax, and let's let's dive in or don't relax. Pop, pop your headphones in and do a workout or pop your headphones in and go for a walk. Whatever you feel like doing. Right now, I feel like relaxing. It is snowy. I'm looking at the snow. I'm drinking a tea. I'm actually drinking a Starbucks tea. I haven't had Starbucks in so long, like probably months and months. I don't remember the last time I had Starbucks, which is so weird for me. But I have a Starbucks tea. I'm looking out at the snow and I'm feeling sleepy today, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I also, this is off topic. Um, This whole intro is off topic. We're gonna get on topic in a minute. Just stick with me here um i was thinking today and yesterday about how my office has the worst view in our entire house and it kind of sucks because i'm in here so much of the day and i'm literally sitting right in front of the window looking outside and let me like paint a picture of the view from the rest of my house so i've posted photos from like the view of my house on Instagram. So you might have seen them there on my stories before, but pretty much our whole house has like some ocean view and I'm not talking like real ocean view. I'm talking like you can see a little peep of the ocean through the trees. (laughs) It's far away, but it either has like a mountain view, a touch of an ocean view, and just like it really overlooks things. So we are the tallest house um, on our street. And next to us is a rancher. So we really like overlook the valley that we live in. We overlook the mountain range behind us and we overlook like the town in front of us, but we don't actually see any houses really. It's more just like trees. So it's honestly a beautiful view. Like everywhere you look, it's like trees, nature, mountains. It's great. And then in my office, I'm literally just looking at my, like our boat, my husband's truck, the front of our trailer and the mailboxes and the neighbor's fence across the street like it's not the vibe i'm looking at a parking lot and mailboxes and i sit in here every day and look at this it kind of sucks maybe i should put like a nice picture scene up over my window or something i don't know but at least right now it's like bright white snowy i'm gonna enjoy it before this is all brown melted sludge because if you live in the west coast you know that we have like a week maybe of it looking pretty and snowy and then it's just kind of gross looking so that's enough complaining i'm gonna enjoy the snow while it's kind of a pretty view but yeah just just know that like while i'm recording these i'm looking out at a parking lot essentially (laughs) So anyways, back to today's episode, today's episode is essentially all about strength training, about building muscle and about why it is so important, especially for moms. So the idea of this episode actually came from some posts that I've been seeing on social media lately, you You might have seen them too. You might be following the same people as me. Um, But basically, they are posts that I've seen where people are promoting either their products or their services aimed at getting you a quote-unquote dream body without working out. And listen, I have so many issues with this, but the top one is that... Well, actually, okay, I'm going to tell you two of my top issues here because number one, some of these are literally using false advertising. Like, they're literally showing edited photos being like you could get this but like girl you don't even have that so I don't know and then the other thing is that it's promoting like a skinny body with no muscle tone as if it's like this flex you know when in reality anyone could achieve that through unhealthy measures like anyone could do a starvation diet and like eat no calories and get really skinny and then be like look at me honestly, it's not a flex. Okay. Like it is a flex to like work really hard to lose weight and to build a dream body. Like that is a flex and my clients who are doing it, it's a flex. Okay. It's amazing. It's inspiring. I love to see it, but they're doing it in like really healthy ways that are also promoting their health, not just getting them skinny, you know? So when I see people promoting, like get this skinny body without working out, it just rubs me the wrong way because I don't think that is like a healthy thing to promote that is my main issue is that it's it's not promoting the other benefits that come with working out like it's acting like working out is this bad thing. That's like, you don't need to do this. Just get skinny in these ways or like just lose weight in these ways, but promoting working out and like strength training and having muscles. It has so many other benefits apart from aesthetics, apart from being the dream body, you know? So that's what I want to talk about today, but first let me paint you a picture that I see so often again, especially with moms and that is moms who lose the baby weight postpartum, either without effort or more commonly through dietary changes, walking, things like that, maybe hitting the treadmill. Um, And that's amazing. I love a hot mom walk. I love a healthy diet if you're doing it that way. Um, But what happens is they get to their pre-pregnancy weight or sometimes even lower and they still aren't happy with the results and find that their bodies look different than they did before. And don't get me wrong. It's 1000% normal for your body to look different after you've had a baby. Like that's, it's just, it happens. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. Our hips widen, our skin stretch, some things just truly don't go back to the way that they were. And that is okay. But what I'm more talking about is moms who find that their butt is maybe a little flatter. They got that pancake butt, uh, their stomachs are squishier, just softer than they used to be. And their body is overall just kind of less toned and just softer than it used to be or than what they were envisioning after they lost the baby weight. So they thought that like they'd lose the weight and they'd have this like lean toned body and then they lost the weight and they did not have that lean tone body. They more had like the same body but a bit smaller, um, kind of what we would call, people would call skinny fat for a lack of better terms. So does that, does that sound familiar? Can you relate to that? Because I feel like so many moms can, I've talked to so many moms who are like, why is my butt so flat after having a baby? Um, and first I want to talk about why this happens. So let's discuss kind of some of the changes that happen to actually create these problems that people see after losing that weight, after having kids where they are not liking the changes that have happened in their body. So, some data actually shows that this can be worse for moms who breastfeed so one study actually showed that muscle mass dropped by 23 percent during lactation and part of this might be due to the increase in caloric needs from breastfeeding which is going to leave less energy to go towards muscle building and muscle maintenance especially if you're not being intentional with your nutrition to account for those increased caloric needs which if you are breastfeeding Paying really close attention to your caloric needs is so important, not only for your body and like the way that your body is going to retain muscle and be able to build more muscle, but also for your breast milk supply. So this is kind of a side tangent here, but something I'm going to bring up while we're talking about breastfeeding and nutrition one of the most common questions that I see in the mom Facebook groups that I'm in is people being like, how can I increase my breast milk supply? And all of the comments that I see, all of the recommendations are like, do more pumping, breastfeed your baby more, um, take these supplements, drink more water. And like, okay, yeah, all those things are great. But if your body does not have the energy that it needs to make more milk, it ain't gonna happen sis like you need calories to be able to make milk it is a massive requirement on your body to make milk like that takes so much energy and your body's gonna do everything else first right like It does not think that milk is a necessity. So it's going to like keep you functioning before it makes your milk. So you need to have extra calories to make sure that you are supporting that milk supply. And ideally you want those to come from healthy, nutritious foods so that you're making healthy, nutritious breast milk. So that's my side tangent there. Um, but Another part of why this can happen is due to a decrease in estrogen and in testosterone that is going to limit the ability and the speed in which you can build muscle. So those are kind of multiple factors that happen when you are breastfeeding that can contribute to muscle loss or the inability to build muscle. Um, And when it comes to kind of the softer bellies that women experience after babies, that is so normal and super expected during pregnancy our ligaments become more relaxed due to hormonal shifts so that can contribute to some instability and then combined with our abdominal muscles literally being stretched as our bellies are growing it's just it's adding up to some muscle weakness in our core right In some women, this can even lead to abdominal separation that can further decrease the stability and it can actually worsen once they return to core exercises if they're doing so too aggressively or doing so without starting with safe activations postpartum to really like ease into building that core strength back. So that is a really big focus in my private coaching program the majority of my clients who come to me are postpartum and whether they are like a few months postpartum or a couple years postpartum, if they are just getting back into exercising, I really focus on that slow, steady progression into core work, where we are doing more gentle core activation movements. And then eventually, once they've built that core strength, then we're working up into more like standard core movements. Although I'll be completely honest, I don't program a lot of core work into my clients programming. I really more focus on the core activation and then compound movements that are going to be activating the core as well. Um, But definitely like postpartum, you should not be doing sit-ups. I don't care if you're a month postpartum or a year postpartum. If you are just getting into exercise, do not be going straight into like standard core exercises, okay? Make sure you remember that. If you're going to remember like one thing from this episode, remember that. So let's talk about the next thing, which is the dreaded mom butt, the flat bum that we often see after having babies. And One of the reasons that this happens is that during, I mean, there's also the things we talked about before, right? Where those things prevent muscle building, they prevent muscle retention. Um, But another specific thing that has to do with our glutes is that during pregnancy, our center of gravity shifts due to the growing belly. um, And we often try to counterbalance that shift. And we do so subconsciously. Like It's not like we're doing it on purpose. We just subconsciously our bodies try to counterbalance the shift of the growing belly that is causing weight on our front and we do so by tucking our bums in and this actually causes an underutilization of the glutes so we're not activating those glutes throughout our day so even when we're doing things like walking or like squatting in our day-to-day activities our glutes are not being used as much as they normally would and when we don't use them we lose them right So postpartum, this shift often continues as we carry our babies around, jutting our pelvis forwards or our hip out to the side to help support the weight of the baby. And this can not only lead to a loss of muscle mass in our glutes, but it can also lead to other issues like back pain, incontinence, pelvic floor dysfunction, and just so many things that we want to prevent. I wanna take a quick pause in today's episode to share with you one of my current obsessions, the super greens from INE Plus Nutrition. I have honestly never been a greens girly. I tried so many and I truly hated them all. So I just didn't think it was worth it until I tried these greens. They're not only an amazing way to add some extra fiber and some extra nutrients into your day, but they're honestly so delicious and I look forward to drinking it every single day. The juicy peach is my number one flavor, but honestly I've tried them all and they're all so good. If you want to try them out, you can head over to inenutrition.com. I'm going to add a link in the show notes, and you can actually use the code RIA10, R-H-I-A 10 rhia A one zero at checkout for 10% off your order. Trust me, you're going to love them. Now let's get back into today's episode. So now that we know why those changes occurred, let's talk about how we can fix them. And you guessed it, it's with strength training before I get into advice on how to actually start effectively strength training, I want to circle back a little bit to what I talked about in the beginning of this episode where I was saying that there are so many other benefits to strength training aside from changing how your body looks. So let's dive into some of those first, and then you're going to feel fired up about why you need to strength train. So then we'll talk about how to strength train effectively. So one of the most obvious, of course, things is increasing your strength, right? Like strength training, building muscle, you're going to be stronger. That is an obvious, but it's especially important for moms because we are lugging around toddlers, car seats, strollers, balance bikes. If you know, like you've got the toddler in one side and the balance bike in the other because they decided they didn't want to ride it anymore. (laughs) You've got Costco hauls that you're trying to carry in in one trip, you name it. We are doing things that we need strength for. So building that strength is so important just to improve your quality of life and like honestly make life easier as a mom. Another one that I mentioned is preventing the back pain, preventing injuries, improving back pain, hip pain, things like that. Strengthening the muscles surrounding the joints can really help with improving pain and preventing injury and then posture. That's another big one. Strong bodies have better posture. No hunchbacks for the strong moms. Okay. And then improving your metabolism is another big one that is definitely overlooked and essentially having more muscle is going to make your metabolism naturally higher. So this means that you're going to have an easier time losing fat and you're going to be able to eat more food, which honestly enough said you had me at eat more food. And then a couple other benefits that are not thought of or talked about enough in my opinion are the benefits of having strength and muscle mass as we age. So the older we get, the more challenging it actually becomes to build muscle due to anabolic resistance. So that is when your skeletal muscle gradually loses the ability to synthesize protein, which is what enables you to really build strength when you exercise. So a meta analysis that was done back in 2021 one, and it was posted by the British journal of sports medicine actually found that people who strength train regularly were associated with a 10 to 17% lower risk of all cause mortality, cardiovascular disease, cancer, and diabetes. You can literally reduce your chance of disease and increase your lifespan by strength training you guys. And you can live that life more easily by going into your elder years with that muscle. And like I said, it gets harder to build muscle as we age. Most people see their muscle mass diminish around 3 to 5% per decade after turning 30. And as your muscle mass decreases, you also become more prone to injuries. And honestly, things just get more challenging. So we want to make sure that we are going into our older years already strong and with a solid base of muscle mass. Because I don't know about you guys, but... When I'm older, I want to be able to like play with my grandkids more easily, get myself up off the floor if I fall down and ideally without a broken hip, you know? So let's make sure that we're building that muscle now while we are in our younger years, in those like twenties, thirties, making sure that we are prioritizing building muscle is going to set us up for a longer and an easier life. So that is a major win that is not talked about enough. So now how do we effectively strength train to build that toned body and to see the added benefits that we just talked about? So strength training with dumbbells two to four days a week is an amazing way to start. And it's usually what I recommend for my clients. So two to four home workouts a week with dumbbells, starting those workouts with some gentle core activation. That is how all my postpartum clients begin working with me in my private coaching program. They normally actually have about three home workouts a week, but this is adjusted person to person. Some do two, some do four. It's going to be based on what works with their schedule. But ideally that two to four days a week is what you want to aim for. And you want to make sure that you're really pushing yourselves in these workouts right like you're not just going in and going through the movements because your muscles need a good challenge in order to grow so i don't want you picking up those five pound weights i normally want to see my clients doing somewhere between six to 12 reps of their exercises so that's usually what i'll program somewhere in that range Um, And for the most part, we aim for what's called a one to two reps in reserve effort. And this actually means that those last couple reps are feeling really challenging, but you can still do them with proper form. And then what one to two reps in reserve really means is that after you're finished, your set of however many reps were prescribed, you could do one to two more reps, but no more. So if you can do three or more reps after, like if you finish your set of eight reps and you are like, you know what? I could do four more. You're not going heavy enough. You need to add more weight to those reps to be able to finish those eight reps feeling challenged. And like you could maybe do one, maybe do two more, but you definitely couldn't do three or four more. So really focusing on feeling challenged in the end of your set so that you know you are challenging yourself you are going as heavy as you can whilst not going so heavy that you're going to be putting your form at risk and there are definitely times where I program sets to failure for my clients, but I normally only do these once a client has been consistent with strength training and is ready to move into a more advanced training technique. So they've built this, their strength up. They're really consistent and feeling strong and they've got good form and they're able to complete their workouts while feeling challenged. Then I will, go into a more advanced programming where they might have sets to failure or more specific ways that they're completing their sets. But for a beginner, I almost always program that one to two reps and reserve approach so that they can really get used to challenging themselves in their workouts while not putting themselves at risk for injury or anything like that. Now, on top of pushing yourself in your weights, you want to make sure that you're progressively adding to your efforts. So you're doing progressive overload. And this is where you gradually increase your reps and your weights over time to continuously increase the demand that you're putting on your muscles and help them grow. So this means you want to repeat the same workouts week after week to do so. And I get it. This might sound boring compared to like switching it up every day and doing whatever your favorite YouTuber or like Instagram fitness influencer is posting but I promise you it will be far more effective in actually changing your body and actually building muscle and using intentional progressive overload is actually a really great way to help keep it exciting and keep it interesting. So with my private coaching clients, I normally give them specific targets every week to actually focus on in regards to the weight and the reps that they're using for their different exercises in their workouts so that every single week they have a specific focus to work on and a goal to hit in each workout. And this helps keep their progress going along with helping, keeping them more engaged and accomplished in their workouts. And another really important thing when it comes to being an intentional in your workouts that might be more overlooked is actually your mind muscle connection and your muscle activation. So this is where having a really clearly laid out program where you know what the focus of each workout is and each exercise is so that you can really work on engaging the muscles that you're wanting to work this mental focus can actually help increase the recruitment of muscle fibers during an exercise, make it easier to isolate specific muscles and make it easier to build those muscles effectively. Now, the last thing I want to touch on when it comes to needs for increasing muscle mass and rebuilding that toned body is your nutrition. If you're not eating enough food or you're not eating enough protein, you're simply not going to see results. It sucks when I see someone busting their butt in the gym, try to build muscle, but outside of the gym, they're low calorie dieting, whether it's intentional or unintentional, because it is holding them back from what they are truly capable. And even though we often just think of protein, when we think of building muscle, we actually need to make sure that we're balancing all three macros. You need carbs to give your muscles the energy to lift the heavy weights. You need protein to actually build and repair the muscles and you need healthy fats to make sure that you're keeping your hormones regulated. But definitely the one that I most often see people under eating is protein by a landslide. So start with increasing that if you are not already. I like to aim for 30 plus grams of protein in each meal, depending on what your protein needs are. This might look more like 30 to 50, and then also high protein snacks around that. So let's recap on what you need to get started to build that strength, build that muscle, that toned body, and get out of that place of feeling skinny fat for a lack of better terms. So aiming for two to four days of strength training a week, repeating the same workouts week to week, aiming to increase reps or weight weekly in ideally at least one to two exercises in each workout, aiming for that one to two reps in reserve effort and increasing your protein intake and macro balance in your diet. Oh, and we forgot mind muscle connection. That one's important. Now, this is definitely not everything that I recommend for building muscle, building that toned, strong body. There is so many other things that go into it, like rest, recovery, stretching, etc. but it is a really great place to start. And if this all sounds a little bit overwhelming, you're not really sure how to put it all together, put it into practice, where to start. My private coaching program is the perfect place to start. It is built around all the principles we just talked about and put together in a way that will fit seamlessly into your individual needs and your lifestyle. Plus it has a ton of support and accountability so that you're not on this journey alone. Along with a customized training and nutrition plan, you have one-to-one access with me six days a week. You can message me for any questions, concerns, thoughts that come up along the way, help navigating any roadblocks that come up throughout your week. And then every single week we do a thorough weekly check-in where we review each week, make a plan for success for the coming week, including navigating any roadblocks, any events that might come up the week ahead. When it comes to making a change in your health and in your body following a tried and trusted program is going to save you so much mental load and so much time you're not going to have to trial and error things fall off track over and over ending up back at square one or waste your time with things that aren't actually going to get you results. I have a few coaching spots open right now and enrollment is going to be closing at the end of this week. So if you want to truly commit to building that strength, feeling your best and building a body that you can feel so confident in by the time summer rolls around, then head to the link in the show notes for my application form. And let's chat more about what working together on your health goals would look like this year. And with that, thank you for listening to this episode. I hope that you got some great little knowledge nuggets from it. And I will see you next week for another episode where I'm going to be chatting with a guest about a topic that is so important and has been truly so life-changing for me. So I can't wait for you guys to listen next week. See you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the strong moms club podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And I would love to hear your thoughts or feedback on today's conversation. Feel free to send me a DM over on Instagram. My username there is at Hamel. That's spelled R-H-I-A-H-A-M-E-L. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. So you don't miss an episode and leave me a rating and review. If you love listening to this podcast so that others can find this podcast more easily. Thanks again for listening. See you next week, strong mama.